If you've ever wondered what an acoustic guitar DI is, why you would use one, and which one is right for you, don't go anywhere, because on today's show, I'm gonna answer all of your acoustic guitar DI questions. Plus, you're gonna hear six of the leading acoustic guitar DIs on the market, and I'll be crowning one of them the best DI ever made. Hey, TAC family, welcome to episode 204 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show. This show's all about bringing fun, focus, and progress to your guitar journey through my weekly Guitar Geek list, plus success stories from your fellow TAC family members. For those of you who are just starting out on guitar, do you feel like guitar playing and guitar players in general are like the secret club that you need a magical password to get into? For those of you who have played guitar for a while, do you remember feeling that way? I know I certainly did. And in today's show, you're gonna meet TAC family member Roger, who just started his guitar journey about one week ago. And he's gonna be sharing his approach to his new guitar journey, plus the secret trick to his early success. You'll be hearing Roger's guitar journey recipe here in just a little bit, plus you're gonna get your weekly dose of acoustic news you can use, which includes a boatload of new music, plus a guitar maker who just finished their very first guitar. You're gonna hear about all that in just a little bit, but first, let's take a waltz through the world of acoustic guitar DIs. I've got six acoustic guitar DIs for you to sample today. And we'll get to those in just a little bit. Actually, let me share with you what they are right now. Uh, these are in no particular order. We'll get into the details later. First, I've got a Radial PZ Deluxe. Next, an Audio Sprockets Tone Dexter. Following that, an LR Bags Voice Print DI. Then a Radial Pro DI. And we've got a Fishman Pro Platinum EQ. And we have a Grace Audio Alex. Uh, these come in a variety of price categories, and we're gonna do a little bit of a blind taste test here in a little bit. But first, what exactly is a DI, and why would you need one? Okay, so DI, what does it stand for? It stands for Direct Injection. Okay, who cares, what does that mean? Essentially, the DI acts as a translator. It takes your guitar's signal and translate it, translates it into a signal that a soundboard can read, can manage, okay? So a guitar signal is an unbalanced high impedance signal, and the output of a DI, something that the soundboard wants to see, is a balanced low impedance signal. So I guess, in short, it allows your guitar to talk to a soundboard. So why would you need one? Well, if you play an open mic, you can't just plug your guitar directly into a soundboard, okay? You need a translator, which is the DI. Or if you're recording into your computer and you don't have an audio interface, or you want a little bit of EQ control prior to going into an audio interface, you'd need a DI. Again, think of the DI as a translator of sorts. And if you wanna to go to any open mic, any place that you're playing through a PA, and you want some control over your guitar signal, how it sounds, the character of the tone, you're most certainly gonna need a DI. Again, this could be at home, at an open mic, or if you find yourself performing somewhere. So now that you know what a DI is and why you would need one, Let's go ahead and dig into these six DIs. Now, at first, I was gonna go through these one by one, and we're still gonna do that, but I want you to listen to the six DIs in no particular order, not knowing which one is which, and I want you to pick out the one that you think sounds the best. So here are six different samples, and in the comments below, let me know, numbers one through six, which DI you think is the best right now. 
Now, before we dig into the nitty gritty of each of these DIs, I should set up the stage. I should give you the context and add a little bit of a disclaimer. The guitar I'm using to demo these is a Bourgeois Country Boy. Mahogany back and sides, Adirondack spruce top, and it's equipped with a Fishman undersaddle pickup. Now, the reason I chose this pickup, and mind you, this is not my first choice of pickup, but it is the most widely available, most widely used pickup. So I think this will most accurately portray what you may encounter on your own shopping experience. Notoriously, the undersaddle pickup is a pretty poor sounding pickup. It's not a, a very accurate representation of the true acoustic guitar tone. So I thought, what better pickup to use to put the, these DIs to a test than one that doesn't sound great? I really wanted to test the tone shaping capabilities of these DIs. And I'm gonna give you these in price order, and I'm also gonna reveal which number they were that you heard during the blind taste test, if you will. So the first DI on the docket is the Radial Pro DI, coming in at a whopping $109. This DI was number three in the blind taste test. The next DI on the docket is the Radial PZ Deluxe. This comes in at $269, and during the blind taste test, this was number six. Next DI comes in at $319, and it's the Fishman Pro Platinum EQ. And during the blind taste test, this was number one. Coming in at $399 is the LR Bags Voice Print DI. Now you're gonna look at this and say, wow, that does not have a lot of tone shaping capabilities. It's only got four knobs on it. This actually surprised the hell out of me. This allows you to take your phone, record your guitar, and then that recording from your phone through technological magic gets imported, actually via Bluetooth, to this pedal and it essentially creates a frequency response unique to your guitar, a voice print, if you will, and uses that to replicate your guitar's signal. I thought it was a bunch of hocus pocus kind of marketing uh, lingo. It actually surprised the hell out of me. This, this pedal really blew me away. During the blind taste test, this was number five. The LR Bags voice print was number five. Next on the list is the Audio Sprockets Tone Dexter. During the blind taste test, this was number two. So if you like number two, you happen to like the Audio Sprockets Tone Dexter. This comes in at $449. <laughs> The 
last on the list is the Grace Audio Alex. I was really excited about this pedal, and I have to say, of all the pedals we've looked at, it's the highest priced. It's $695. During the blind taste test, this was number four. This pedal really impressed the heck out of me. share with you my favorite DI, the best DI ever made in my opinion. And as usual, I'm gonna break the rules a little bit. To me, there's two of them, but I categorize them, so I feel justified in this. Uh, the first DI comes from the, the modeling, the, the wave mapping, the um, emulating end of the spectrum, and that is the LR Bags voice print DI. I was highly skeptical of this. Again, I thought there was a lot of marketing hullabaloo behind this particular DI. It blew me away. Within 10 minutes, I created a voice print of my guitar and it sounded awesome. I could tweak the EQ from my phone. I could record another voice print from my phone. There's a tutorial right there to walk you through the process. So for somebody like me who's a little bit worried about the technological end of things, I had no worries. The, the app walked me right through everything and the, the end result was pretty outstanding. Uh, this pedal blew me away. I said it about four times now, but it really did. I can't say that enough. Um, very, very impressed. In fact, this one is now making it into my live rig because it sounds that good. If it could make an under saddle pickup sound that good, um, its capabilities, in my opinion, are endless. So the number one best acoustic DI in my opinion, is the LR Bags Voice Print DI. If I was to choose one of the six, this would be it. But again, remember, I chose two winners. Now, the other DI comes from the strictly EQ DI, meaning there's no sort of wave mapping, there's no imaging technology or whatever you call it. Uh, and that is the Grace Audio Alex. This was an impressive, impressive pedal. If you can take an under saddle pickup and just with EQ, make it sound decent, that's a feat. And this pedal is worth every single penny, 695 bucks. Um, I think it's very, very well worth it if that's in your budget and you want ultimate tone shaping capabilities through EQ, this is it. And just as a quick review of the, whoa, as a quick review of the price of the LR Bags Voice Print DI, I believe it comes in at 319, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, 399. So 399 for the LR Bags Voice Print and 695 for the Grace Audio Alex. Uh, Phenomenal DIs in my opinion, but I wanna hear from you. We all have different ears, we all have different experiences. So what was your favorite DI out of the lineup? Was it the simple one? Was it a more complex one? Let me know in the comments below. And if there's another DI that I didn't sample that you wanna see me sample, uh, please let me know that in the comments as well. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you. Beginning a guitar journey is no small feat. Whether you're starting from scratch or you're returning to the guitar, there's some serious intimidation. There's this feeling of, what if I fail? What happens? What if I tell somebody I'm playing guitar and I don't live up to their expectations of what a guitar player is? What if I don't have what it takes to learn the guitar and be able to play it? There's all sorts of negative thoughts that swirl around every budding guitar player's mind. If you've been playing for a while and you've continued to play, just I want you to think back to when you started. If you've just started playing guitar, you might be feeling those feelings right now. 
and that's okay. It's it's not it's not an, an isolated incident just to you. I believe this happens throughout the world to every single guitar player at one point or another. In fact, it happened to Tack family member Roger. Roger just started his guitar journey one week ago, and he has a secret hack that's leading to his early success. And I'll tell you that after you hear from Roger, but let's go ahead and put the spotlight on Roger and hear about his guitar journey, what got him into the guitar, and how he's approaching it. I don't know what comes before a beginner, but uh, I picked up my first guitar in January of this year. I told my my, actually, my wife and my daughter told me to get a hobby. So I said, okay, I'm going to play electric guitar. And they said, well, that's not really what we had in mind. But that's, that's how it's going to be. So uh, anyways, I started in, uh, in January. And um, uh, I'm actually a, a Canadian expat living in uh, Dharan, Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. And uh, have been here seven years. And uh and I have, a, uh, I have an excruciating job. I uh, basically look after safety for about 30,000 people around the world. And so my, uh, my day is, uh, starts early, ends late. Uh, but I, I do um, get into my, uh, my office uh, guitar playing area every day, uh, uh, at least for 30 minutes. And my weekends, I, I usually have my weekends off. So my routine is uh, every day, more on weekends, I really wanna learn my basic chords, learn how to play them clean, uh, learn my transitions. Uh, I'm really, uh, I wanna learn to play electric guitar, but I, I do have a couple of acoustic guitars because I find it a little bit easier uh, to learn how to strum uh, and, and fret. Um, so, so that's it. Uh, I'm just gonna uh, commit myself to, uh, um, to the program. Um, I'm actually leaving Saudi Arabia in two weeks to go back on my repat. I have a house on uh, the west coast of Vancouver um, and I'm going to take uh, an acoustic guitar with me, an electric guitar with me. I have an app there so <laughs> even when I'm away for uh, a month I'm going to continue my daily routine. Love so it. thanks for the opportunity. Pretty awesome to hear from a new guitar geek, someone who's just starting to dip their toe in the water of the world of guitar and is truly excited about it. So much as to bring guitars with him wherever he goes, whichever country he goes to. Uh, it's pretty darn awesome. And if you didn't catch it, I wanna highlight the secret to Roger's success, his early success. I mean, he's only been playing for a week at the time of, of that discussion. And to me, the secret to his success is immersion. He's literally jumping in. In fact, I said he's dipping his toe in the water earlier. I don't feel like he dipped his toe in the water at all. I think he just plugged his nose and jumped in, regardless of how cold the pool was. Uh, he literally is just jumping in, and I think that is admirable. And I, I encourage all budding guitar geeks, all, all folks that are kind of maybe a little bit hesitant, maybe a little bit timid to, to really full-on own the fact that you're a guitar player to just jump in because it's paying off for Roger. He's, he's, he's digging into his routine. He's playing as much as he can, and he's really finding the things that work for him. I think that's incredible. I think there's so many things that could potentially hold you back. Like, am I learning things in the right order? Am I doing things correctly? And while all that's important, I think jumping in is important. Just take the step. Get, just jump into the world, and then pretty soon you'll start to reach for things that really 
interest you. Reach for things that, that make you happy, that make you have fun with the guitar. And those are the things I want you to chase. I think Roger's a great example because from, from just the, the, the glimmer of an idea of getting a hobby and then just going full force into it, I think it's just awesome. And again, uh, cheers to you, Roger, for, for sharing your guitar journey with us and having the courage to just jump in and own the fact that, man, you're a guitar player. You started a week ago and you're doing it. Good for you. Okay, speaking of guitar geeks, let's head up to Alberta, Canada and take a look at a guitar signal from Barry E. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just a small interruption before we go on with the show. I forgot to mention that Roger was able to share his guitar journey, his excitement about his guitar journey in the Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90 Day Progress Party. And for those Tony's Acoustic Challenge members who wanna participate in the next 90 Day Progress Party, where we get together, we share our goals, we talk about our routines, we talk about potential hurdles and what we'll do to get around them, Make sure to mark your calendars for October 6th. It's a Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Yes, October 6th, Wednesday, October 6th at 11 a.m. Mountain Time is the next Tony's Acoustic Challenge 90-Day Progress Party, and I'd love it if you would join us there. Okay, carry on with the show. Yes, this is Barry E. from Alberta, Canada, and here's what's in his guitar signal. The back row, we have a Taylor 314 CE with a Sapelli back, and a Taylor 414 CE Deluxe with a Rosewood back. The front row, left to right, a Taylor 324 CE with Blackwood, a Seagull Artist Dreadnought, a Yamaha Dreadnought from the early 90s, specifically an FG410A, a Simon & Patrick Natural Element Flame Maple Mini Jumbo, and lastly, a Simon & Patrick Woodland Cedar Dreadnought. What an excellent guitar signal from Barry. Thank you so much, Barry. We sure miss you being in the picture, but I have to say, hats off for representing the guitar signal shirt. That's one of the key ingredients of getting your guitar signal featured on the Acoustic Tuesday show, and you did it. So thank you so much, Barry. In fact, uh, I've got some really awesome acoustic news you can use, plus some comments from Acoustic Tuesday episode 196 that I wanna get to, but first, a special announcement. I wanna feature you on the Acoustic Tuesday show. And there are two different ways you can get featured. Number one, share your guitar signal. All you have to do is go to TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop. Step number one is get yourself a guitar signal shirt. Step number two, once that guitar signal shirt arrives, put it on, take a picture amongst all of your guitars. And step number three, click the link at the top of that shop page. You'll be able to submit your picture. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the guitars in your guitar collection. Now you're thinking, okay, that's a cool way. I'd like to do that. But there's a second way you can get featured as well. And that is, again, go to TonyPolacastro.com forward slash shop and pick yourself up some Acoustic Tuesday merchandise or some Tony's Acoustic Challenge merchandise. Once that merchandise arrives, put it on, take a picture of yourself, take a picture of yourself, and go ahead and submit it using that same link at the top. You can upload your picture, tell us a little bit about yourself, and say hi to your fellow guitar geeks. Whether you get a mug, or a hat, or a t-shirt, or a sweatshirt. I wanna see it, your fellow guitar geeks wanna see it as well. And of course, the best way for your fellow guitar geeks to see it is get featured in the Acoustic Tuesday Show. I've already told you how to do that. Holy smokes, announcement over. We're gonna go ahead and look in the rear view mirror here, and we're gonna head back to episode 196 of the Acoustic Tuesday Show, where I talked about behind the scenes movie guitar players, essentially guitar players that are behind the music of some of our favorite movies. And there were some really great comments on that show. In fact, there were some great movies and some great artists mentioned as well. So I wanna to get to a few of those comments right now. If I don't spill my coffee by the end of today's show, it will be truly amazing. The first one comes from Masha T22. They say this, this is actually a really great question. 
Speaking of scale length, do you have any advice from trying to move from playing a 24 and a half inch scale length to a 25 and a half inch scale length? The frets are apparently more widely spaced on a 25 and a half inch scale length, especially towards the lower note spectrum, which I didn't notice until I tried playing it. I learned to play on the shorter scale and now my hands feel like they don't know where they belong anymore on the longer scale neck. Any advice to retrain my muscle memory so I can take advantage of a longer neck? Absolutely, what a fantastic question. And, that, and for those of you who haven't encountered differing scale lengths, head down to your local music shop and try guitars of differing scale lengths. You're gonna notice a feel difference, you're gonna notice a sound difference, and it sounds like Masha here is noticing that very same thing. So let's go ahead and dig into what she can do to actually, or he, I'm sorry, I don't know, um, what Masha can do to, to adjust from that shorter scale length to a longer scale length. Here's what I'd recommend. Uh, in the middle of the neck, on the longer scale length guitar, do something simple like a one fret per finger exercise where you go index, middle, ring, pinky. Do it on all six strings. Start from the low E, work your way to the high E string. And I'm talking like maybe frets seven through 12. So it'd be seven, eight, nine, 10. I'm sorry, frets seven through 10. Seven, eight, nine, 10. Do it on each string. And then bump it towards the headstock, one fret. So you do six, seven, eight, nine. Again, one fret per finger using, doing all six strings. And then you'd bump it toward the, towards the headstock one more time. Five, six, seven, eight. I sound like a dance instructor. Uh, anyways, what you're doing is adjusting your fingers and, and kind of the, the fret spacing. You're adjusting your fingers to the fret spacing. And when you do it incrementally from the middle of the neck towards the headstock, you're slowly working into those wider spaced frets that occur again, from kind of the nut, frets one through five are, are gonna be the biggest kind of uh, uh, jarring exposure when you're getting into those longer scale lengths, 25 and a half, uh, 25 and a half inches. So that's a great exercise to do that kind of starts to build up that muscle memory so you're more accurate with the longer scale length guitar. Okay, our next comment comes from Jasper North. And they say this, not sure if I have to ask it here, but could you please do a video on how to hybrid pick or chicken pick, holding the pick and the middle and the ring for the melody? Hope I explained it well. I know Jason Isbell often uses this technique. Thanks, man. What a cool technique and what a great idea. I've been doing this technique tune-up section on the Acoustic Tuesday show. In fact, I've done, uh, I think, two of them so far. We did one on hammer-ons and pull-offs, and for the life of me, I can't remember what I did the other one on. It was cool, though, <laughs> from what I recall. Anyways, I think this is a great topic for the technique tune-up section. Um, if you're looking how to hybrid pick and you happen to be a Tony's Acoustic Challenge member, there is a course on that. It's a small course called the Hybrid Picking How-To, where I take you from basic technique to actually using hybrid picking while you're playing. But uh, I, love the, I love the request, and I think that will make it into a technique tune-up section here on the show. Our last comment comes from Rick Rutherford. He says this. I have to offer up The Beatles, A Hard Day's Night, Help, Magical Mystery Tour, Yellow Submarine, and Let It Be. You really can't leave them out of the equation. I'm talking about music and movies. Who did I leave off? The freaking Beatles. Uh, with, with all of these movies that Rick mentioned, Hard Day's Night, Help, Magical Mystery Tour, Yellow Submarine, Let It Be. Yeah, they happened to make the music that was in those movies. I'm sorry, Rick. I'm sorry to all the Beatle fans. It just was one of those obvious things that was right there. I just looked past it. I don't know why, but I apologize. Rick, thank you for bringing that to my attention, to our attention as guitar geeks. And as usual, thank you all for participating in the comments. It's always so awesome to hear from you. It's always so awesome to answer your questions, have a laugh, and just engage in general guitar geek discussion.
on to the final section of the Acoustic Tuesday show, and that is acoustic news you can use. I've got a boatload of new music for you to check out, but first we're going to head over to the UK and congratulate Daisy Tempest. Daisy Tempest is a guitar maker. She used to intern with Tom Sands. She now moved over to, uh, what's her name, uh, the, the Turnstone Guitar Shop, Rosie, and I, I can't remember her last name off the top of my head. Anyways, Daisy just completed her very first guitar, her first Tempest guitar. Number one is complete. It is gorgeous. You're seeing it right now. And I also have to mention this. Daisy, since she completed number one, has now opened up her order books for 2022, which is really exciting for a new luthier on the scene. A luthier that has really been putting in her time. I mean, she's really documented a lot of this build. And for those of you who don't follow her on Instagram, you really should, because not only do you get to see amazing guitars, you get to see the inner workings. You get to see the, the method behind the madness, if you will. On behalf of all of us here at Acoustic Tuesday, uh, meaning you, the folks watching the show, and myself, uh, congratulations, Daisy. What an incredible accomplishment. Moving on to our next piece of, of music news. I almost said moose. I guess, I guess we can coin that term. Moving on to our next piece of moose, which is music news. Uh, Sturgill Simpson is, has been prolific over the last a year, year and a half. He's released uh, Sound and Fury. He's released Cut and Grass Volume 1. He's released Cut and Grass Volume 2. And now he just released The Ballad of Dude and Juanita. And this one caught me by surprise. I didn't even know this one was coming down the pipeline. And all of a sudden, I'm on Spotify just checking out new music. And there it is. Boom. Uh, the album's been released. How cool. And the song we're going to listen to is entitled Juanita. Juanita Where'd your mama get there? There's no senorita from the mountains where you came. I'm not done with new music. No, 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 I am not. Wait till you check out this next song I have for you. Remember roughly, oh, uh, was it four? Yeah, 14 years ago. I'm checking my notes. 14 years ago, Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin and Alison Krauss of Alison Krauss and Union Station, rock and roll and bluegrass, their worlds collided when they released Raising Sand. That was 14 years ago. It was an incredible album. And if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it, it won some... Oh, yeah, it won six Grammys. The Raising Sand album won six Grammys. Wow, pretty, pretty incredible, including album of the year and record of the year and garnered platinum album sales. Well, old Robert and Allison, they got back together again. And they've recorded a new album entitled Raise the Roof. And I have to say... If this first single that was released is any indication of how the rest of the album will be, guitar geek heads collectively, music enthusiast heads collectively will, will explode. Uh, this album is due out November 19th. As I mentioned, the first single has just come out. It's entitled Can't Let Go. Let's give it a listen right now. You don't like to see me standing around Feel like I can shot and I didn't fall down Well, it's over The last stop on the new music train comes to Montana from Riddy Armin. We talked about Riddy Armin probably 40, 50 episodes ago, maybe less than that. I don't know, but she is a phenomenal singer-songwriter from right here in Montana. She has an album coming out soon. I want to say at the end of September, maybe? Maybe early October? I don't know if they've actually mentioned a solid date. Anyways, she's been releasing singles off of the album, and the third single that she released is entitled Spirits, Angels, or Lies. 
Funny things happen before someone dies. Well, you can call it spirits, angels, or lies. The caffeine is kind of wearing out, which makes me know that it's time to wrap up the Acoustic Tuesday show for today. But before I fully officially wrap it up, let's take a sneak peek into next week. Next week, I'll be talking about the five signs that you could be coming a guitar snob and what to do to avoid them. Yes, it happens to all of us at some point or another. We do some guitar snobby things and we might not even know we're doing them. So I'm here to let you know what those things are and how to avoid them or course correct if the case may be. That's all happening next week on the Acoustic Tuesday show. Remember, you can catch Acoustic Tuesday every single Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time right here on YouTube. I want to thank you so much for joining me today, and please do remember this. Your guitar success, however you define it, is directly related to your guitar routine. So please invest the time in developing your guitar routine and make sure to have fun every single day that you play. And jump in, just like Roger. If you're thinking about picking up the guitar, just stop the thinking and just do it. Jump in, you'll never regret the decision because having a guitar journey, participating in your own guitar journey is one of the most rewarding things you could ever do for yourself and, and your life. At least that's what my experience has been. Anyways, uh, again, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being a guitar geek and I'll see you next Tuesday on the Acoustic Tuesday Show. Guitar Geeks Unite, cheers. Mm -hmm.